Thank you for joining us for this week's sermon podcast from the First United Methodist Church of Parable. Our first scripture this morning comes from Isaiah chapter 43, verses 18 and 19. I invite you to hear all of these words that come to us from the Holy Scripture this morning. Do not remember the former things or consider the things of old. I am about to do a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do not perceive it. I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. John chapter 10. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, 17. So if anyone is in Christ, there is a new creation. Everything old has passed away. See, everything has become new. Let us pray. Holy God, I ask that this morning that the words of my mouth and meditations of my heart be pleasing unto you, O God, my rock and my Redeemer. Amen. The old school dream boards, the old school dream boards, many of us have been introduced to this concept perhaps in grade school. The assignment was go home and find a few magazines and cut out pictures that are your goals or that represent your activities, your hobbies, your interests, things that you want to achieve throughout this next year. And as students, our our job was to do that and then to uh, glue the back of the picture and place it all around the poster board and then bring it to the class the next day to present all of our goals, our dreams, and our visions for that year or the future to come. How many of you have have done this before? A couple of hands, a couple of hands going throughout, okay. How many of you still do it today? Okay, a couple of hands. Okay, I got one hand. Okay, well, this is still a thing. This is still a thing. And what I like, it, it's kind of cool. Um, in fact, in the digital world, if you Google items or if you use Facebook or Pinterest or Instagram or any of those things and you search for certain activities, certain places, certain events, certain goals, uh, the digital universe creates for you your own dream board because your algorithms will start presenting all of these advertisements to these places, to these events, to these goals, to these dreams, and then you can do a screenshot and save it to your Pinterest and save it and share it with others. I I really like dream boards myself. Dream boards are a way of displaying goals that we desire to accomplish, that we desire to achieve, that we desire to obtain. And when those things are constantly in front of us, It's a reminder to continue to strive to reach those goals. When those things are constantly in front of us, it's a reminder for us to continue to strive and to reach those goals. It's a really busy time of year in the life of the church. We kind of hit this little bump in the road where we have a bit of a break, uh, going from preparing for trunk or treat to Thanksgiving to the Advent season all the way through Christmas. The life of the church is really busy, as, as many of you know. And so for clergy and for staff and even laity, uh, we seem to get swamped with a lot going on. Because along with church, we have all of our family events, our friends' events, the community events, and so the calendar really fills up quickly. And so sometimes it becomes a little bit difficult to find time to spend with our own families. So my family created this thing called Thanksgivemas. We celebrate Thanksgivemas each year starting Christmas night and throughout the next week. It's a time where nothing else is really planned and so we gather together and we go somewhere special 
each year. And this year, we got to go to Mount Eagle. Mount Eagle is a wonderful, wonderful place. It's a little bit north of Shirley, Arkansas, so central Arkansas. It's a thousand acres, a thousand acres on top of a mountain that overlooks the valley. In the valley, there's the Little Red River. There's hiking trails, and you can uh, shoot archery, and you can play gaga ball and frisbee golf. There's cabins and places to take your RVs to camp. You can just spend all day in nature, and it's a holy place. It's a holy place because it's, it's part of our place. As a connectional church, we belong to the Arkansas United Methodist Conference. And the Arkansas United Methodist Conference owns this property and manages this property. Many of the buildings and trails are managed and created by United Methodists throughout the state. And so we've been there. A couple of you have been there before. We've taken our confirmands there, hopefully maybe taken a group of youth there to do some projects. Other churches go there, but it's not limited to just churches. You as a family, you as an individual can go and you can rent a cabin or camp there and just experience God in the nature that's around there. And so I took my family there for our Thanksgiving, and my parents love to hike. They love to hike, and I do too. And so we did every single trail at Mount Eagle this past week. We did this boat chapel trail, which is just a little dirt road, and you walk down to the boat chapel and you walk back. It's, it's suitable for kids to go on, so that was kind of the warm-up trail. We did the overlook trail, the, the sunrise trail, which is a little bit more difficult, off the dirt road, down the side of the mountain. We did the bear cave, and to do the bear cave, you had to go down to one point to the trail where you had to use a rope to get down a little part. I was a little bit nervous. My parents are seasoned in life. And so I was sweating bullets a little bit there, but they, they proved true. And so we went on to the Turkey Trail, which is on the other side of the property, and we, we did that one. And then we did my favorite one, the Twin Falls Trail. And this particular trail went straight down from the top of the mountain down to the valley and the river. And it was a steep incline. And so I was sweating bullets the whole time, worried about my parents. Watch this step. There's some ice here. This is a cliff. Don't forget, this is a cliff right here. You know, here's some leaves. There might be a snake there. And guess who was the only one to fall? Yeah, me. And so as I fell, my mom came up and she said, you missed a spot. <laughs> but we had a great time. That was one of my favorite trails. But the, to be honest, the trail that really touches my heart each and every single time is the meditation trail. The meditation trail um, goes the, the parameter of the property outside of the cliff around Mount Eagle. And throughout this trail, there's 30 benches along the way. And each bench has a scripture that's listed. And so at each stop, you can sit down and look at the scripture and look out on creation and ponder these things. Think about God's beauty, God's creation, and God's holy word and what it might mean for you in that moment. And so this week, I was thinking about the new year, and these particular verses stood out to me, and I want to share them with you. Create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Psalm 51. I lift my eye to the hills from where my help comes from. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth, Psalm 121. He has told you, O mortal, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you but to do justice, to love kindness, and to walk humbly with your God, Micah 6.8. Therefore, I urge you in view of God's mercy to offer yourselves as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. Romans 12, be confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until Christ Jesus. Philippians 1, 6. These scriptures come from a number of books within the Bible, and 
I like to think of the Bible as a sacred library. A sacred library that's filled with ancient stories of Israel's past experience, of, of psalms of worship, of words of wisdom, of prophetic stories, of testimonies of good news, of letters to early believers and leaders. And throughout this collection of genres of writings, we find this overall theme. It's a proclamation of God's love for humankind and all of creation and humankind and creation's response to God's love. I thought of all of us in our time together today as I walked that trail and as I reflected on these scriptures, as I thought about the new year, as I thought about the covenant that we would be making today, and as I made my way around that trail, the trail ends below the cabins that we were staying in, and I looked up and noticed the cabin nestled in the middle of the woods overlooking the valley and the river, and I thought about my own personal dream board because there's a cabin in it, long-term dream. So this was my dream board before this week's experience. Scripture at the forefront, the scripture from Jeremiah, encouraging me to, to reach out to God, to seek God, and God will hear my prayers, and not to worry about anything, but to put my hope in the future in God. There's a little quote here uh, by Roy Bennett, and this is my workout quote, and it basically says, nothing happens inside your comfort zone. All growth happens outside your comfort zone. Of course, there's this collage of pictures, too, these, these small goals, starting up with the upper left. I want to gather more in worship and experience a deeper worship in worship community, so there's a picture of communion. I want to dive deeper into Scripture, so there's a Scriptures there with a prayer hands next to it. And, of course, other things such as ministries and other goals that are there. But as I thought about this covenant that we're making today, I want you to hear this abbreviated version and we will do the longer version in just a little bit, but here's the abbreviated version. I am no longer mine own but yours. Put me to what you will. Place me with whom you will. Put me to doing, put me to suffering. Let me be put to work for you or set aside for you. Let me be praised or let me be criticized for you. Let me be full, let me be empty, let me have all things, let me have nothing. I freely and fully surrender all things to your glory and service. And now, a wonderful and holy God, creator, redeemer, and sustainer, you are mine, and I am yours. So be it. And the covenant which I have made on earth, let it also be made in heaven. Considering the vision board for this year and the covenant that we're making today, I I wondered how this fits all together, so I made a slight adjustment to the vision board with this question in mind. What would this year look like? What would this year look like if at the center of the things that I wanted to achieve this year was this prayer? What would 2023 look like? And I thought, well, that's a good question. I don't want to keep it to myself, so I'm going to extend it out to you. What would it look like if we as the church place this covenant at the center of our dream board this year. Regardless if our dream board is tangible or digital or even proverbial, what would this year look like if we as individuals and as a church made a daily covenant to love God with everything that we are? What would 2023 look like? Just a note about this covenant. This covenant is not a New Year's resolution. 43% of New Year's resolution lasts throughout the month of January and fell by the beginning of February. Only 8% of New Year's resolutions make it throughout the year. 92% fail in 
fail before the end of the year. Now, if you're setting a New Year's resolution, I do not want to discourage you from doing that. I've got a few of my own, but I'll be honest with you, I'm going to be part of the 92 percentile. Right? Our New Year's resolution is something that we engage in 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 celebrating the new year. We gather together, we we break bread, we watch the ball drop at 11 o'clock because some of us are early birds, right? And then we celebrate Happy New Year, we we kiss and hug our loved ones, and then we say, you know what, this year I'm going to try something new, I'm going to set a goal. And I think that's great to do. But in reality, even the 8% of the New Year's resolutions that are successful, no matter how helpful, no matter how wonderful they are, they cannot match the life-changing experience of the covenant that is before us today. Today, we're not creating or, or dreaming up a new goal to celebrate the new year with. Today, we are beginning the new year by responding to something that God is already doing. We're not making a goal for us as individuals to achieve. We are making a promise to participate in a mighty thing that God has that God is and that God will be doing throughout all of eternity. Today, in making a covenant, we're saying, yes, God. Yes, I have experienced your love. I want to experience it deeper. I want to participate in your love. And I want to share this love with all that I come across. And God, And I, when I promise to do this, I promise to do it with every ounce and fiber of my soul. Today, we have this opportunity to make this covenant. And when we say, not just today, but in the days to fall throughout the years and throughout our lives that we want to participate in God's love fully, we begin to experience stories just like that sacred text. For when we do that, the former selves become old, that God will continue to create within us a new thing, that we will experience the life and life abundant which God offers us And we will continue to experience the next and the new. These are the things that are before us this morning. These are the things that are a reminder for us to continue to strive towards these things. Today we have the opportunity to make a covenant, to renew our covenant with God, to fully serve God. Friends, the prayers of this covenant are heavy. They're heavy in heart, mind, and body, and soul. So as we prepare for this next section of our worship service, I invite you to make a covenant and to begin this new year saying yes in response to God's love. Perhaps today you need to hear and reflect on the covenant as others are making it. Friends, this is a sacred space and the invitation to reflect on the covenants being made is here for you. God's love. God's grace was present before we even knew it was there. It's here for us to experience and reflect upon and respond to today and will be with us throughout eternity. And what a way to begin a new year in God's grace. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for listening. You can find out more about First United Methodist Church by going to our website at www.fumcparagold.org. May God bless you this week.